Happy Monday. How's it going? Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. Hey, you stop for a minute. What was the question again? How's it going? Oh, it's going pretty well. Good Monday. Yeah, you... Good victory oh, Monday. Nice. nice to hear. Good victory Monday. We'll get into that later. But yeah, I'm alive, so that's all that matters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're alive. We're out here. It's Monday. Uh, Monday night, to be exact. 9.47 p.m. On Tuesday... 6.47 to one wow. time. But though, for those who don't know, I'll be sending out texts and stuff like that for you to listen. Yep. Please. Thank you in advance. We had 10 listens last episode. Oh, that's not good. Hey, but hey, we're still sending it, so it doesn't yeah. matter. Who gives a shit, really? Hey, we're just putting content out there, dude. That's all, that's all we ask. Yep. Uh, yeah, we have some big news. We'll talk about it later, but yeah, let's get it started. Uh, starting out with some college basketball. Whoa. Uh, specifically, St. Mary's College Basketball. Uh, for those who don't know, they played Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Uh, got a couple of friends who went there, who go there right now. Um, but yeah, I, I, the game was on Sunday. I decided not to go because the 49er game was on, so I'm just like, yeah, I'm just not going to go. Yeah. But it was a pretty good game. St. Mary's won. Uh, score was 79-48. to Wow, it was a big margin of victory there. Uh, Jordan Ford, uh, one of the best point guards in the nation, dropped 21, uh, two and two. Uh, forward Malik Fitz had 12 points, adding one rebound and two assists. Always got to talk about my guy Tanner Krebs. He had six points, and then one of my other good friends, Christopher Zorix, or as I like to call him, Larry. Oh, yeah, you said that before. Yeah. yeah. Larry the cable guy. My good friend Ali. He had six points. Uh, Larry the Cable Guy. Played some good minutes, I heard. Uh, so good for him. Good for St. Mary's. Uh, they play Fresno State on Wednesday. Hmm. But it says at Fresno, but they're playing in Sacramento. So, I don't know. Neutral site. Yeah, neutral site, neutral site. There's supposed to be a bus that's supposed to take fans from what we call our uh, spirit, or like our student section gale force to go definitely not going to go um but good luck to them yeah hopefully i'll be watching but yeah um how's college state east bay basketball going jake to be honest i've not paid attention to them i think they Um, i think they just lost last this past week i forgot to who though i'm on it um uh oh god i think it's notre dame of something yeah, it's not the Notre Dame, but a Notre Dame. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's not. All right, so not. here's – they are – what's their record? Okay, let's see. They are okay. – Okay, St. Mary's is 3-1 and one one now. 2-0-2-1. They are 3-1. and one. Next game is against Cal State University Los Angeles, November 21st, Thursday at 7.30 p.m. at Hayward Pioneer Gymnasium. I will not be going to that because I don't believe in – no, I don't want to drive that far, actually. Twice in a day. Right, right. Have you ever been to a game yet? I always ask you. I think the answer is always no, right? No, my 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 uh, way of going to school is to get in and get out and not be seen. That's how I do it. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, so they're 3-1. St. Mary's 3-1. Uh, send it. Yeah, Cal State East Bay would scrape St. Mary's. <laughs> The easy drop 100 on your guys' head. Easily. No, Nevada didn't even do that to us. And Nevada's like, I don't know if they're good or not. Easily drop 100 against Cal State East Bay. Nah, we play dirty. We play dirty. Easily. You've never even watched them play, dude. Shut the hell up. I've heard heard stories, rumors. (laughs) You're so stupid. All right, well, 
Um, yeah, good for uh, our pers- uh, perspective basketball college teams. Yeah. But let's move on to the biggest game of the weekend, which pay is to play- Pay to players. Pay to players, absolutely. Pay to players. 100% back that. Yep. But, yeah, moving on to the, uh, the biggest game of the weekend, every single weekend, the 49ers. Yep, Bills versus Dolphins. But the 49ers <laughs> versus Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I'll be giving the game breakdown, um, and I'll ask Jake some questions. But, yeah, um, we won the toss. Actually, we decided to defer, so we kicked it off to Arizona Cardinals. Uh, they started on offense. Uh, they drove down pretty easily, actually. Um, hmm. But the defense tightened up near the goal line, only gave up a field goal. Um our first offensive position was a three and out, so that was not nice to see. Um, and then, again, obviously we punted. Uh, Kyler Murray and company, including Larry Fitzgerald, drive up the field, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, gets, the fir- get the, gets the first CD of the game, uh, but uh, the kicker misses the extra point, making it 9 nothing. The 49ers get the ball back. We're driving, we're driving, we're driving. I think it's like near midfield. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, they go for it on fourth down. They don't get it. Yeah, it was a pass down so, the sideline to Moster on like a wheel route. Yes, Moster should yes, have caught yes. it. If Moster catches that, it's a Which touchdown. Which I was very confused in the play call because it's only fourth and two. Fourth and five. Um, but if Shanahan thought he was, Moster was going to have the guy beat. Which uh, he did. Eight out of ten times Shanahan is correct, then, hey, it happens, it happens, it didn't happen. Yeah, he just Whatever, dropped we move it. on. Yeah, he flat out dropped it. Yeah. So we, we went for it, didn't get it. Um, it's back and forth, back and forth. Uh, the Cardinals actually get the first sack of the game on Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Not looking good. It was like, um, it was like inside the 10-yard line. That. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think we, we pointed it uh Pretty close. I think. I think it was, it was the point where Wisniewski had to kick it from his end, uh, from our own end zone. Yeah. So giving uh, the Cardinals really good field position in which they capitalized. Uh, Kyler Murray uh, tossed a touchdown to Keyshawn Johnson, making it sixteen nothing Cardinals. Were you shook? No, not really. It's like it's like when you pl- it's like when you play Madden. In the first quarter, you're like, you're playing a scheme you're not used to, but then, second quarter comes, you make some adjustments, you do some more like screen passes, quick passes, then you realize, oh, okay, I knew what I was doing wrong. I've made the correct adjustments. Now I should be able to impose my will, so to say, and that's what I was thinking the Niners would do in the second quarter. Is hey, first quarter not going well. First couple, like first couple minutes in the second quarter, not going well. But hey, make an adjustment. One big play can change things, and we saw that happen. You definitely did. I was a little shook. Uh, obviously, we played the Cardinals tight the very first time we came up with the victory, but they came out hot against uh, this 49er defense. Um, there were some questionable PI calls in Richard Sherman. He had three on the day. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't shook. Also, I wasn't also shook because I just saw the Denver Broncos blow a twenty-three nothing lead, and it kind of reminded me of the Cardinals a little bit. So I was like, you know what? And the Vikings did it. So if the Vikings can do it. I thought, you know what? The Niners can do it too. I guess. Uh, but for those who don't know, our offense started really slow. Yeah. So if you weren't as optimistic as Jake, uh, yeah, you would have been shook as well. Um, but yeah, moving on. Um, so we get the ball back. Uh, Jimmy throws a freaking strike to Ross Dwelly for the first 49er TD of the game, um, making it 16-7 to Cardinals. Yeah, the key the, – also the first – the key dri- play in that drive was the first, like, screen pass of Richie James where Garoppolo looked like he was going to the opposite side of the field but then threw it back across the field, which always kind of worries me because you never know. A defender could just be right there, picks it off. It's an easy touchdown. But Richie James right, got right, it right. and went like I believe fifty six yards down inside. I think close to the red zone area, maybe like the thirty yard line, and that's what got them going. Yeah, it was pretty close to the red zone. Yeah, you're not lying. Um, but we didn't get any points off of that, so uh, we had to move on uh, to the second half, in which we received the opening kickoff. Well, they did score that field goal to end the first half uh, by McLaughlin. 
where they had that touchdown that Dwelly got that got called back on a terrible holding call on Western Richburg, which I thought was like, which was, it was just a terrible call. And then after oh, Sawyer, yeah, okay, I didn't have that down. Yeah, when yeah, you're right. Yeah, so that happened. Yeah, so they made it. Yeah, when 16, the announcer, I didn't have that down in my notes. Yeah, when announcers say it's a bad call, it's a bad call, and that was a horrific call, which got rid of a touchdown. We've been doing only second of the first half, uh, but yeah, they called it holding on Western Richburg, which was yeah, it wasn't a ghost holding. Call. It wasn't holding. That would have been yeah, Dwelly's second. That would that would have been Dwelly's second touchdown of the first half, but it got called back. But then, as you see later on, he got redemption. So go ahead now. Yes, he did. So yeah. So yeah, opening the half, Devin Coleman had a nice catch and run. Um, another screen pass. Yeah, it was another screen pass. Uh, about like twenty plus yards, I'm pretty sure, uh, which set up a nice uh, Ross Dwelly touchdown for a second of the day. It should have been his third. Like Jake said, uh, a holding call took away the, the other one. Uh, this made yeah. it 17-16, 49ers. They also used that one, uh, another screen pass to use check that got him inside like the five-yard line. Um, yeah. Which they, I think use check had like seven or eight catches, like 83 yards. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. We'll talk about stats Yeah, use check was really good. They did a lot of screen passes to him, which I was kind of surprised it didn't do any of against the Seahawks. Maybe it's because it was just the competition they're playing. Like, hey, maybe we can get away with it against this team instead of the Seahawks. But I was kind of like, maybe they should run that a little bit against the Seahawks when everyone was dropping passes. They couldn't really trust the receivers. But I yeah, thought yeah, maybe yeah, go yeah, yeah. like right, to right, 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 right. Dwelly or use checking against the Seahawks. But they did it. They did it this week at least. Yeah. So yeah, you love to see it. Um, So the Cardinals go back on offense for the first drive of the second half. Uh, on this drive, DeForest Buckner had, I think, his first sack of the game. Um, it was a nice uh, three and out, which you like to see. Um, and then the very next drive, uh, Jimmy, was this was this interception in the red zone? Or no? I think it was, might have been midfield. I can't remember. No, it was. It may have not. Throws, it may have not. Have, Jimmy throws. Yeah. Oh, God. Awful interception. It was. Freaking terrible. Yeah, I don't know if it was in the red zone, but I think it was like really close. I think they were like the twenty five. It, it might have been like on the thirty or forty five or something. I think it was like Cardinals. Yeah, they were like, like either inside the red matter. zone or close uh, to it. Both terrible. terrible interception. It does matter. Um, it was short. There was like the receiver was like fucking ten yards away from uh, the linebacker Hicks. Yeah, I think intercepted it. So it was it was a really bad throw. Uh, yeah, it was a huge bone scratching interception. He does, he's good for one of those a game where you're like, oh, he, uh, I'm pretty sure he hasn't had a game where he hasn't thrown an interception. I'm pretty sure. Is, the and only game I remember game, was against so. the Cardinals. The first game we didn't have an interception against them, but in this game he makes those throws pretty good. Like he, go, he makes the he makes the what? Mm, I th- I'm pretty sure he threw one against Arizona. I'll look it up as I do this point here. Um, it's like he does those throws. Where it's like. He does those, what the f- are you doing throws, like, once a game, it feels like. It's like, did you not see him? He's right in, he's right in your view. How did you not see him? He's good for at least yeah, one of those a game. No interceptions that game. Yeah, he's, at least, he's good for at least one of those a game. You're like, what the hell are you doing? Like, is this guy serious? But then he usually either, comes. Yeah, it's either going to be intercepted or it's like a really bad throw where the yeah. linebacker or safety just drops it. But then he comes, but then he bounces back. So, yeah, uh, so he throws that interception. Uh, the Cardinals don't score a touchdown. They only get a field goal. They make it 19-17. Um, so, two-point game. It's pretty tight. <coughs> uh, the 49ers get the ball back. We're driving, we're driving, we're driving. Uh, Jimmy G throws a touchdown to Kendrick Bourne for another touchdown. Uh, like I said, a touchdown. Jesus Christ, can't speak. Uh, making it 23-19. Four-point game. Uh, 49ers, they went for two. I After that touchdown, they didn't get it. I don't understand that, really. Like I didn't understand, understand what, like why they went for two. I know. They, oh, yeah, I don't. I know it would have been a six point game, but they score a touchdown, kick a field goal. You're down by one anyways. So if you don't make that and a field goal, it'd be twenty six twenty three. Let's say if you don't get it, like if they score another touchdown, twenty six twenty three. You're like, hey, okay, you kick a field goal, it's tied. But if you kick the extra point and you kick a field goal, you win the game. So I wasn't sure why they went for two there. That's where the analytic yeah, things um, kind of get in my. When I coached, we had a sheet. Where it's yeah. uh, if you're down by this much, if you're up by this much, you should go for one, you should go for two. 
Um, it might have been something like that. I'm not entirely sure. But, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I, I don't know why they went for two. It didn't really make any sense. I didn't like the play call like either. Like you were just saying, like you explained. Yeah. But, I, I, yeah, I, I don't understand uh, why. That's where, that's where analytics um, kind of gets in the way of things. It's like, really? Okay, I know what the numbers should say, but is that, like, the smartest decision to do? Like, let's kind of think it through. It's like this new thing of analytics where, like, running backs don't matter. It's like, come on. What are you talking about? Until I get proof on why that's the case, I'm just going to dis- dismiss it because I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. Yeah, moving on. Uh, so, yeah, on the next drive or a couple – I think it might have been, been the next drive. Uh, Kyler Murray, uh, again, taking Arizona Cardinals and company all the way up down the field. Um, he runs one in for a touchdown. Uh, making it 26-23 Cardinals. And then, get the ball back. Again, driving down the field, the 49ers are, and Jimmy G. Uh, getting in the red zone. Again, Jimmy throws a second interception. Um, down three, throws it. I think, I forget who intercepted. I think it might have been Hicks again. I'm not entirely sure. It was it was um, it was um that Thompson guy because I remember it was a throw to Dwelly on like a slant like a ten yard slant. If that throws on Dwelly, he walks in for a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, it was like kind of behind him and too high. And it popped up. Yeah, and too high. Yeah, it hit Dwelly. Yeah. It hit the cornerback. I think it was Peterson and went into Thompson's hands. The safety diving for the interception, and I thought, uh oh, I think the game might be over because when I was like, oh god, because. These dual threat quarterbacks give the Niners trouble. Like if you're a statue quarterback, like a, you know, Mason Rudolph, like a Jared Goff, you know, Jameis Winston, you know, Kyle Allen, they're gonna engulf you and you're screwed. But these running quarterbacks, they can't like go full bore just to brush the passer because when they do, they could run and get out in the space and kill you yeah. on the legs. Yeah, because we're a big zone team defensively wise. So yeah, I hate zone. Yeah, you're not lying. Oh, I so. hate zone. But it works for them because they mean, play hate, man too. I hate zone. I mean, we're top five defense in the league, so hey, take it as it is. I hate zone. Uh, but yeah, I, on the next drive, uh, Arizona Cardinal has it. Obviously, have to turn over. They're trying to drive uh, down. Maybe <clears> the <throat> game. Um, but Eric Armstead gets a massive sack on the opposing drive, uh, making the Cardinals punt. Um, it's what? How much time is left? They have like two minutes left. I think the uh, two minute warning went down. It's like a minute fifty left. We're driving down. Yeah, no idea exactly. Um. Was this, for, was this play on fourth down? Uh, I don't think so. No, it was on a... There was like 18 seconds left or something like that. I just know that. No, this no that was... I remember the touchdown was like with 40 seconds left. I think the 18 seconds was the was when they got the ball back again. safety help so it's a running back against Chandler Jones and I thought it was like a Texas route but it wasn't as like pronounced because you know those routes in Madden where you have the running back go to the right and cut in it's, it always works yeah. in Madden that's what they kind of did but it wasn't as pronounced as that route was so yeah it was a good play yeah, though it was a seam out of the backfield yeah it was his first it was Jeff Wilson's first uh, snap of the game too and I believe it was Dante Pez's first snap as well he was on the field for only one snap but Jeff Wilson was on the field for one snap Catches it was pretty good. It was a great catch by him. Then there's just no safety, so it's just a walk in touchdown. Yeah, it was actually it was also his first catch of the, uh, the season as well. Fourth TD of the season as well. Um, so yeah, they made it uh, 36, 30 to twenty six. Uh, 49ers, we have the lead with about eighteen seconds left. Um, the Cardinals run a play. They don't get it. Um, on the very next play, the Cardinals try. And lateral it all over the field, but end up fumbling it, and the 49ers take it in 
score a touchdown yeah. ending the game. DJ Reed, it was his birthday too, so he scored a touchdown on his yeah. birthday. And also – Thirty-six to twenty-six final score. Yeah, and also we forgot about Demontre Moore. I just remember this. Demontre Moore had that um, when the Cardinals had it. He's the one who forced the fumble. Yeah, and the Cardinals had it the first time with the last minute of the game. He like came. They did like a little pass to one of the receivers. He came from the backfield and like did a great hit on the guy. Got the fumble loose. Niners got it. They go for fourth. They go first down, second down, third down. Run the ball. Don't get it. Fourth down, they run it again. Don't get it. Then disaster ensues for the Cardinals, and the Niners win. And if you had, if you bet the Niners plus ten, well, congratulations, you won some money. You didn't. You didn't lose some money. It's a push. Yep, you didn't lose money when you voted. When you uh, you get your money. You got your money back. Yeah, you didn't lose money. That's what I meant. That's what I said actually. So yeah. Uh, let's talk about some stats of the game, starting with Jimmy G. Um, so the past three games, he's thrown a lot, including this game. He threw a lot against the Cardinals the first time, four TDs. Threw a bunch of times against the Seahawks. And today he had 45, or yesterday he had 45 attempts. He completed 34 of those. Uh, he had 424 yards with four touchdowns and, again, two interceptions. Um, so throwing-wise, his numbers are getting up there, but, again, he threw it for two TDs. How many, how many interceptions does he have in the, t- the league now? His 18, season? His 18 touchdown passes to 10 interceptions and I believe 2,400 yards thrown. So he's on pace for okay. about 30 touchdowns, 16 interceptions, and like 4,000 yards, which the 16 interceptions is in, is pretty is not great at all. However, his quarterback rating is still like 100, so that's pretty good. His yards per attempt is really good. His touchdowns will be good. His yards will be good. So, you know... You kind of take the interceptions with the good plays he makes. He reminds me a lot of Tony Romo, where Tony Romo will be, Tony Romo for like a couple quarters will be good, 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 no problems. Throws a bad pick and like, oh my god! But the difference between Jimmy G and Tony Romo is, Jimmy G just lets it go by and does not thinks doesn't think about it anymore. After it happens, like he's like, okay, it happened, move on from it. Well, Romo kind of let it fester in his mind a little bit. So then Romo will throw another interception and another interception. Then just all hell will break loose. But Garoppolo, he doesn't do that. He stays in the moment. He gets past the interception that he throws. He's like, you know what? Whatever. And just goes on from there. Yeah, absolutely. And he went to the same college, too. So that kind of helps my theory as well. So, yeah. Um, so, obviously, our passing offense is taking... Uh, the wheel for the past three games. Um, we only had 34 team rushing yards to this week. And we used to average about like 200 plus. But our backs have been a little bang- banged up. And no um, Kittle was hurt. He was out. Yeah, Kittle was um, he's out. So they're really keen to run first, you would say. Um Obviously, because we're passing for a lot more yards now. So, hopefully, once Breed is back, hopefully, once Kill is back, it opens up the playbook a lot more, like we were doing uh, in the earlier games. But yeah, so about some of our receivers. Well, just one in particular, Debo Samuel. Uh, he had eight catches on ten targets, 134 receiving yards. Um, again, just a chain mover. He had a great circus catch on the sideline. Um, you love to see it. I think he, like right in between a, a defender, uh, bounced off his back. Caught it. Um, yeah, you got both peed in on the sideline. Yeah, you got the pass interference on that too by the defense. Yes, absolutely. And Samuel. So it was good to see that Samuel caught it, but he didn't actually catch it. He was out of bounds because he didn't get two feet down. But since there was a penalty on it, it's like a, it's like you don't challenge actually. Like what? What are you challenging? Like you challenging the penalty? Yeah, he you caught can't it. it. Uh, so yeah, and didn't, our but, second leading receiver. I'm he actually sure. didn't yeah, catch it. Was it. Check. Juice, for those who don't know. He had seven catches on seven targets. Uh, you love to see it. Uh, and then he had 62 receiving yards. Did he? To all those Let's catches. Um, did you ask me, did he? Oh, I'm trying to see. Yeah, you can check. I know he had, I thought he had, uh, like, 10, ca- no, that's not right. I think it was someone else. Looking at it right now, seven targets, seven catches, 63 yards, nine hmm. averaging. 19 for the long. Wow. Okay. 
thought he had. I thought yeah, he had, he had that. 90 um, yards. So that was our offense most of the most of the, uh, most of the game. Um, defensively, Fred Warner was going off uh, like he should be with Quan Alexander out. Um, he had 12 total tackles, nine solo. Is that a shoot um, toy? Red, yeah. Hey, can you stop? Yeah, let's stop. Yeah, had four, uh, we had 14 sacks, <laughs> uh, one from Jimmy Ward, one from D Ford. Who's injured? Uh, who actually injured his hamstring. Yep. And it seems to be that he might be out for a couple weeks. Yeah, hopefully uh, not, but yeah, he probably will be. Hopefully hopefully it's not as bad. But yeah, uh, the Forrest Buckner also added a sack, and Eric Armstead, like I said before, also had a sack. Um, moving on to some Arizona Cardinals, because might as well. Uh, Kyler Murray had uh, 24 completions on 33 throws, only 150 50 yards. I actually can't believe it. Yeah, those pass interferences didn't help either. Yeah, um, only 150 yards uh, passing, but when he was passing it, I felt like he threw for a lot more because there were a lot of third and longs in which the defense broke down and he completed a lot of those to Christian uh, Christian Kirk, Kirk especially. But he only had 41 uh, receiving yards. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Kyler Murray also added 67 rushing yards on the ground uh, with one TD, so three total touchdowns. Uh, Kenyon Drake was bottled up uh, for most of this game. Very surprised. Even though when you were watching the game, especially for me, I felt like he had a lot more yards. But second half, uh, we really bottled him up, which is good. Uh, again, only 67 yards uh, rushing, no catches, nothing like that. Uh, David Johnson didn't touch the ball once. Hmm. Um, kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I didn't see Cliff Kingsbury saying they were going to use a running back by committee, but Kendrick dominated all the backfield touches. Kind of interesting how that's going to work out and if they move him this offseason. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, Christian Kirk, uh, Kirk had six catches on nine targets. Nice. And 41 receiving yards. And defensively for the Arizona Cardinals, Buda Baker, who played a pretty good game the Buda. first time. Um, he played the Cardinals. Uh, he had 13 total tackles, 12 solo. And that was the stats for the game. Yeah, he's pretty good. Buda Baker. So, yeah. Um, Jake, why don't you take it from here, then, and talk about what you want to talk about in this next segment. Yes, we have a segment. I think we've done this once before, but if not, well... We 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 Jesus we were Jesus we rebranded it and it's now called funniest thing that happened this past sports weekend. So for me, or do you want to go first, James? You can go ahead. All right. So we take a moment from the weekend. Funniest thing that happened this sports weekend. Take one moment and we tell you why it's funny. Or yeah, that's basically it. So my funniest moment of this past weekend was Monmouth versus Monmouth versus Kansas. Now, I'm not sure if you watched this game, but I didn't either. But Monmouth was down by 55 points with about like 10 seconds left. Kansas had the ball. Now, they're running out the clock and all, not paying attention. They get the ball. Number five on Monmouth goes behind the guy dribbling, steals the ball from the player, goes down, dunks it down ferociously to cut the deficit to 53 points, mouse to his bench, bleep yeah, I don't give a bleep. Then to the referee... The referee gives him a technical foul for demonstrative act. However, I thought it showed great heart by the player and sent a message to his team. Even though it sent a message to his team, it was still funny because they're down by 53 points and what are you doing trying to do it? But I respect it. Your turn. So, yeah, um... My funny thing that I thought was pretty funny, uh, which involved James Winston, because whatever involves James Winston is pretty funny. Uh, so he, can, uh, he threw a pass to O.J. Howard, their tight end that barely gets the ball. Caught the pass, started bubbling, bobbling it. He decided to bring the ball behind his back, bobble it off his back, and eventually got intercepted. Yeah, both of them are bums. Yeah, I don't know what the heck was going on, but I thought it was really funny when I was watching it on Red Zone. Yeah. Um, that was one of one of four interceptions James Winston had against the Saints. Jesus. 
He has 18 interceptions in 10 games. Yeah, he's pretty shitty. Yeah, he's pretty shitty. It's probably going to be an end of an era for Jameis Winston in, in Tampa Bay. Well, if you look back and at that. Marcus yeah. Mariota in Tennessee. You hate to see it. Yeah, when you look Jameis back at that draft. Yeah, you look back at that draft, like that's going to be a great draft. It's not great. Jameis Winston is. What year was that? 2013? Uh, either 2013 or 2014. I don't remember exactly. I think 2014. Yeah, 2014. That's when it was. Um, and another funny thing was tonight when Phil Rivers is down by seven at the travel length of the field, no timeouts, 93 yards to tie the game, which is everything that happens to him all, every single game. Has to travel the length of the field to tie the game, no timeouts, and doesn't have a good offensive line and is down by seven. Has to go 95 yards to tie the game, and he couldn't do it again. That was yeah, I kind of wish that game went in overtime. To be honest, I, I wish that game, not. wish that game was never played because that was some. Because Phil Rivers is so bad, like you just can't watch him anymore. It's kind of sad, actually, how bad he is. It is actually really sad. It's you hate to see it. Yeah, you really hate to see it. Yeah, we don't. Yep. But yeah, that's the funniest thing from this sports weekend. Next time we'll have some music for it. I just couldn't get the music because. It was the twenty. It was twenty fifteen NFL draft. Oh, damn! It's actually earlier than that's actually kind of. So I thought it was like twenty. Like, well, that actually means time go. Time goes by fast. Actually, then. Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Dante Fowler, Amari Cooper. Yeah, good. Brandon Sheriff. I don't know. I don't even think he's on the. I don't even think he's on the R words anymore. Leonard Williams not on the R words anymore. Not on the Jets anymore. He's on the Giants. Kevin White, uh, not in the NFL. Atlanta Falcons, uh, Vic Beasley, uh, trade rumors, not that good. Who we drafted? Uh, Eric, uh, the Falcons drafted Vic Beasley. Yeah. Giants got Eric Flowers. He's god awful. Yeah. St. Louis. Wow. Todd Gurley dropped to the ten. Yeah, he had the knee injury, I think. They gave it yeah, he had a knee injury in college. He didn't play until like week 10 of his rookie year, and then he went off for like three games straight. I fucking remember this. Yeah, then next year, John F- or Jeff Fisher screwed him and made him look like the yeah, worst player ever. Him. And then... Uh, and Sean McVay came. Yeah. Trey Wayne's still with the Vikings. Danny Shelton, I think he's on the Patriots now. Yeah. Andrews Pete still with the Saints. He's, He's pretty good. good. Devontae Parker. He's all right. He's all right. Melvin Gordon, Chargers, 15th pick. Uh, okay. Um, Houston Texans, Kevin Johnson. I have no idea if he's still on the team or not. No, he's. I don't think he is. The Niners picked Eric Armstead. Took him a while, but now he's at an all-pro level. That's, that's pretty good. Yeah, he's playing really well. He's probably getting the franchise tag, he's a, too. He's a free agent. Franchise we'll tag. See how that goes. Marcus Peters was next. He might be a pro bowler this year. I thought he, I thought he was done in Los Angeles. He's traded to Baltimore, p- picking six. And he's playing. He's playing well. Getting pick sixes every That's week. Sure. It feels like. I think he was just in the wrong system. That's what I think was the reason why he wasn't as good with the Rams. Um, Cleveland Browns got Cameron Irving. I have no idea. No. Philly, oh, God, Nelson Aguilar. You can't catch. Oh, God, only if he had caught that ball yeah. in the end zone. That would have tied the game. It would have tied the game. Absolutely, it would have tied the game. Uh, the Bengals got Cedric Ogilvie. I have no idea where this guy's at. Uh, Steelers pick Bud Dupree. I think he's good. Still, He's still there, right? Yeah. I think he's good. Broncos have Shane Ray. I think he's not in the NFL right now. No, I don't think he is. Not entirely sure. Uh, Arizona had DJ Humphreys. He's still there. Uh, Yeah, that's it. All right, let's talk about... Yeah, actually, I have one more thing to say. I have one more thing Uh, to say. One more? One more? Okay. You compare that draft to 2016. 2016 was, like, one of the greatest drafts ever. It was, like... 
it was like Goff, Wentz, Ramsey, Elliott, Buckner. Like it was like a bunch of people that was like incredible that year. Well, let's look at it right now. I think it was I think it was Goff, Wentz. Goff, okay, Goff, Wentz, Joey Bosa, Zeke, and Jalen Ramsey. Those were the first top five picks. Yeah, all Pro Bowlers. Jesus Christ! Any these six and seven are not are, are pretty good too. Ronnie Stanley. I think probably. Baltimore Ravens, great offensive tackle, and then the Forest Buckner with the seventh pick. Yeah, then yeah, I think the I think it was those seven great picks, and like the eighth pick was like a bust or something. And then it goes Jack Conklin. He's actually not Titans. Leonard Floyd. That was uh, a bust. Bust. Eli Apple. Bust. I think he did once he got traded, he, he yeah. plays pretty well for the Saints. I feel like he does. Uh Vernon Hargraves, he just got released. Bust. Uh, he got picked up by someone. I forget who it was. Uh, Sheldon Rankins, I think he's still for the Saints. Yeah. Uh, Laramie Tunsil, he's an all-pro. He is? Uh, pretty sure he is. Hmm. Actually, no. But he is. What's he's he? good, though. He's one of the best left tackles in the league. That's all I know. He's one of the best. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's um, a good player. The Raiders picked Carl Joseph. I don't know how good he's been playing. I don't think I think he's I don't think he's been incredible, but he hasn't been bad either. But I don't know. Uh, I don't know exactly. The Browns picked Corey Coleman. Trash. Yeah. What? Man, feel bad for the guy to be honest. Yeah. I mean, he was he had like three straight games. I think it's rookie year where he just went off, broke his hand, got and traded. never got rid of the injury bug. Yeah, and, got traded. Yeah. To the Bills, got released, went to the Giants. I think he's on IR. Cannon <coughs> uh, Neal, he's pretty good. Yeah. When healthy. Um, Darren Lee's not even in the NFL anymore, I think. No, he's on the Chiefs. Or last time I heard. Oh, yeah. I'm I, not think, sure. I think you're right. I think you're right. I'm, I'm not sure right. if he's playing, but I played enough Madden. We're like, wait a minute. I think I remember him. The Texans picked Will Fuller. Very, very injury prone. When healthy, he's great. But he's never healthy. Uh, the R-Words picked Josh Doxson, not on the team anymore. He's on the Vikings. And the Vikings also have Laquan Treadwell, who they released and then signed back. And he's Very big yeah. disappointment, first-round receiver. He used to be like a top-10 pick. But then he like sucked at his pro day and combine, and he dropped yeah, like 20. Like yeah. Broncos drafted Paxton Lynch, 26th pick. That's what I wanted. Oh. To, you know what? That's a funny story. I wanted the Niners to draft him because they traded back into the first round. I'm like, huh. Maybe they'll get a quarterback, but I think he was taken before him. And then, oh, God, the 49ers traded back up and got fucking Joshua Garnett. Yeah, not good. That that pick made no sense because Chip Kelly runs a different scheme. And it was like, he's a power guard. And he's a fucking power guard. But the Niners are running, like, zone read options. It's like, what are you doing? It's Trent Baalke, dude. Fucking Trent Baalke. bum. And you know what? Trent Baalke deserves some credit. He didn't do anything, left nothing for the Niners, but left a ton of cap space. That was th- that was good of him. But for imagine, some reason, if traded, imagine if he traded up and we took Miles Jack. Yeah, remember when they uh, signed Vance McDonald to a contract extension? Then they fired Trent Baalke like a week later. And, like, uh, and then they traded him. Then we got George Kittle, so that worked out well. L-O-L. Michael Thomas went 47th. Yeah, he'll be top. He, he would be a top 10 pick easily if they be drafted. One of the, he's a top five receiver in the league. Easily top five receiver in the league. Yeah. He might get 2,000 yards this year. Christian Hackenberg with the 51st pick. L-M-A-O. Thomas might get 2,000 yards this year. I think it's like he's like on pace for like eighteen hundred yards. Yeah, he just needs one two hundred yard game. What do you catches? Yeah, if he gets one two hundred yard game, he'll be good. That's like I think it's like the record's like Marvin Harrison. He, like, Who? He no, shatter. don't say his name. Don't you don't say his name. I already said it. I already said it. Uh-oh. Sorry, I already he's said gonna it. find us. I already now. said it. Uh oh. God, hopefully he doesn't find us. Uh oh. We'd be dead. Yeah, we'd be dead. You know, he's kind of a serial killer. Like he's been <laughs> indicated like four Terrible murders. Lord. 
He's been indicated like he's been involved in like four murders, but they can't like prove it. But he's been like they think he's been involved in like a ton of murders. Like Jesus. Who? More uh, those who he who shall not be right, named. Right, 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 right. Yeah, we right. can't name him. Yeah, he's what are you still doing? Hall of Famer. He's still a Hall of Famer. Yeah, he is. No doubt yeah, about but that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. A little tangent there, but yeah, let's move on to NFL Week Eleven. Obviously, we talked about the Browns game uh, last Friday. Yep, I'm done um, for the Browns. The Browns won 21-7. Yep. We talked about the brawl, too. But yeah, Sunday night's game, snooze fest. Trash. Uh, Bears both versus teams. Rams. Yeah. Uh, Jake and I both took the Rams. Uh, the Rams won 17-7. Um, Todd Gurley had somewhat of a good game. Mitch Trubisky sucked. He's so um, bad. He got taken out due to a quote-unquote hip injury and they played in Chase Daniels for the last drive of the game. Um, feel bad for Allen Robinson. Yeah, I have a question. After it's, 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 I love questions. I love questions. What did the Bears do at quarterback? Did they, what did, do they do? Do they give Mitch Trubisky one more year? Do they trade for Cam Absolutely Newton? Absolutely not. No, he's done. Do they trade for Cam Newton? Do they sign Teddy Bridgewater? Because I think it's, 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 it's oh, either it those two, and I kind of like Cam Newton. Trayvon if Nick, Matt Nagy stays, yeah, he will in Chicago. I think he will. Which I 100 percent agree that he will. I think the GM and quarterback aren't going to be there next year. No, was it Ryan Pace? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he's not going to be there because that's the guy he drafted. Might as well fire him too. So. Get out of there. Yeah, you know what you, um, could, you know what Niners could do? They could trade Nick Mullins to the Bears. The Bears could just give us, you know. Right, right, right. Give us Khalil Mack. Mack. Yeah, that that would be fair. Khalil Mack. That's yeah, Khalil fine. Mack. Nick Mullins. Eddie Jackson. Great game manager. The guy will throw for two TDs and an interception the rest of his career. Eddie Jackson. You know, give us give him. Give yeah, us give us Eddie too. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, Jackson. Give, give us Mack. I think that's fair. Give us Fuller. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll take another corner. Whatever. Alan Robinson too. Throw him in there. Why not? Might as well. Might as well. I mean, yeah. Alan Robinson. The, did the 49ers offer Alan Robinson? I can't remember. I thought they were going to sign him because Jason Lock and Ford, that cunt, got me thinking. Oh, the Niners are going to sign two great players, and they signed absolutely no one. But it's worked out. I, I remember this is like we had just started our podcast. Yeah, we were so yeah, this psyched. Is already, this is already like this is almost already two years ago we started our podcast. I mean, this is like this is like the first uh, free agency that we were me and Jake were talking about. Oh, we're so psyched. And this is this was the year the 49ers went six and ten. Yeah. And we were like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. We have a future. And obviously, we went four and twelve the next year. But hey, everything's panned yeah. out. We are now nine and one, so it's whatever. Yeah. But yeah, if, it, it, what if Allen Robinson was a 49er right now? That would be nice. Jimmy G would be throwing absolute bombs. That would be nice if we had him. Dear God, could you imagine? Yeah, I've been. I yeah, I think about it sometimes. God, dude, can you fucking imagine? Jesus Christ. Who cares? Next year we will have AJ Green, Sanders, Debo, and Kittle. We don't want AJ Green, dude. He's no. I don't want him anymore. I'd take him on a one-year deal for like six million. Uh, I'll take OBJ. Well, yeah, I mean, no shit. You know, I you know I'll what? OBJ. Sign Antonio Brown. Why not? He he, he might. OBJ is getting traded to the Niners next year. Yeah, sign Antonio Brown. Why not? Here, we sign Emmanuel Sanders for one year deal. One or two, yeah. We trade him. What? Dante Pettis. Oh God. Don't be one of those. Else. Don't be one of those sports radio callers. Say, you know, what? I have an idea. We should trade. Uh, <laughs> we should trade Chase McLaughlin for like. Uh, the, the Giants are just a fucking pieces of shit. We should trade Chase McLaughlin for like uh, I don't know Michael Thomas. I think that'd be a fair deal. Fuck the Giants. Haven't thrown a first rounder. Yeah, the Giants. And not trading. OBJ. We want Buckner and Bosa. Yeah, kiss my ass. That's what you get. Yeah, you want our best defensive player in the first round pick? You can go fuck off, Giants. No, I'm, an, I'm a new character. Analytic man. Oh, we want we want to go this. We want to go two-point conversions when this happens and running backs don't matter and give us Ford and Buckner and Bosa. Fucking losers. Hey, chill out, dude. Analytic man. 
Oh, kick a field goal. Running backs don't matter. Don't sign them. What are you doing? Throw the ball every time. Hey, hey, hey. I like Warren Sharp, and he's a big analytic guy, so. I don't like that uh, Seahawks guy fan. What's his, I don't know his name. Ben Baldwin or some shit, whatever his name is. The guy uh, you I said. Know, I can't tell you. The guy you said. I like him. He's good. He actually has some good takes out there. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind him. It's just that Baldwin dunce. Jesus, linebacks don't matter. They're the ball every time. Brian Baldinger? No, not him. Brian Baldinger's good. He actually knows football. Um. So what guy are you talking about? It's like this. Uh, let me look him up. All right, I'll go over our picks while you do that. Yeah, so me and Jake took both the Rams. All right, Monday night, which happened tonight. Chiefs versus Chargers. We both picked the Chiefs. Day one, 24-17. You already talked about how Philip Rivers just cannot get it done over there. Yep, it's Ben Baldwin. Ben Baldwin. Ben Baldwin. New age analytical. He said the Niners don't know what they're doing before the season started. He said the Niners aren't that good now. Niners are 9-1. Things running backs don't matter. Yeah, he can kiss. Oh, I follow that guy on Twitter. Yeah, that guy. Jesus. That guy grinds my gears. Shout out, family guy. I thought he was, uh, oh, that's someone else. Well, I'll hit this guy with an unfollow. Yeah. But yeah, um, Chiefs won. Uh, Batman Holmes threw for a TD. They played in Mexico City also. Moving on, 49ers, uh, favorite by 10 points. They won by 10. It should be 10 and a half. Hmm. But they won by 10. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, the closed was 10, minus 10. Arizona is 10. I don't know why there wasn't a half point. Yeah, if there right. was a half point, then that's when peop- uh, that's when uh, Arizona would have won. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. No, it doesn't make sense. Because they lost by ten, the spread was ten and a half, so they lost. Hmm. That's why I only bet money line. I hate betting the spread. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm not as sophisticated in betting as I think I am. I only bet money line hmm. and parlay. But yeah, um, the over under was 45. That hit at least. Uh, both Jake and I picked the 49ers. Why would we not? Uh, yeah. The Raiders won. Also won this weekend, only by a touchdown. I can't believe they only won by a touchdown. Yeah. Um, yeah. they played the Bengals. Jake and I both picked the Bengals. Uh, Raiders. Jesus. Uh, our locks of the week. They both hit. I took the Vikings. I was kind of shook because, like Jake said, uh, they had to overcome the Broncos for that win. They won 27 to 23. Um, and Jake uh, took Cowboys over Lions. Uh, pretty close game, too. Uh, Cowboys won uh, by a touchdown uh, 35 to 27. I mean, by eight points. Got to go for two to win or tie that Lions. And then both of our upsets um, lost. I've had the Jags over the Colts. The Colts absolutely destroyed the Jags, uh, 33-13. to 13. And then Jake took Dolphins over Bills. Yep, didn't work. Uh, Bills won 37-20. Jake, why don't you talk about our fantasy football stars of the week? Yep. Okay, I'll go. Jake, why don't I'll you go. talk about our fantasy football stars of the week? Yep, so our fantasy football starts the week. We do this after every week of the NFL season for fantasy reasons why. Uh, QB of the week was Josh Allen. Uh, 256 yards passing, three TDs, 56 rushing yards, and a touchdown on that for a rushing touchdown. Has not thrown an interception in five games. 33.8 fantasy football points. Running back number one was Christian McCaffrey. Uh, staple on this list. Uh, he has 70 rushing yards for 11 catches, 121 receiving yards. 30 fantasy football points. Mark Ingram, running back number two, 48 yards rushing, three catches, 37 yards, two, t- two TDs on the catches, 
23.5 fantasy football points. John Brown, nine catches, 137 yards, two TDs, 34.7 fantasy football points. Wide receiver number two, DJ Chark, eight catches, 104 yards, 13 yards for catch, two touchdowns, and 30.4 fantasy football points. Tight end, Zach Ertz, nine catches for 94 yards, about 10 yards a catch, uh, almost 10.5 yards a catch, 18.4 fantasy football points on the day for him. Flex, Calvin Ridley, uh, eight catches, 143 yards, one TD, 28.3 yards, 23, 28.3 fantasy football points, and about um, 17, 17.9 yards per reception, good for the second-year player. Defense, defensively, fantasy football stars is New Orleans. They had a touchdown, four interceptions, and allowed 17 points for 17 fantasy football points. They are really good. And the kickers, uh, we have two kickers tied for the fantasy football points with 11. Uh, Will Lutz, the kicker for the New Orleans Saints, and Justin Steph Curry Tucker, the kicker for the Baltimore Ravens, are our kickers of the week with 11 points. Anything else to add to our episode, Jake? Nope, I am done. I am. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. All right, sweet. Yeah. So, thanks for listening to, to the Bay Podcast. It's your host, James, with Jake, episode 83. Follow us on Instagram at the Bay underscore podcast. One. That was Instagram. You ruined it. No, our Instagram's that too. No, it's not. It's yeah, the it podcast. is. No, it's no, being... well, then I've been saying the wrong thing ever since then. No, I just switched it a couple of days ago. Or something. Why? Why would you do that? Because of Twitter. Or Twitter. Why would you do that? Because of Twitter account. Why would you do that? Because I didn't have BA Podcast on Twitter. I had to do BA Podcast 1. All right, so for those who don't know, we have a Twitter now. Yeah, follow us on it. We have 35 followers. It's uh, at the BA underscore podcast 1. Yes. Same but let me restart Instagram. now because uh, right. Jake did not notify me that we changed our Instagram name. Oh, my bad. I don't feel bad about it, but I'm just going to say my bad to convey the point that, yeah, I screwed up. Yeah, you did screw up because you didn't tell me. Now i got to start all over. Uh Uh-oh. Well, thanks for listening to the Bay Podcast. Episode 83. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. I already already messed it up. Follow us on Instagram (laughs) at the BA underscore podcast one. Follow us on Twitter at the BA underscore podcast one. Like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on, on the SoundCloud app. Also, subscribe to us on the podcast app. Yeah, make sure. Oh, yeah, make sure to fuck. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Subscribe, resubscribe. Great way to end the episode. Uh, so we fuck. Make sure to subscribe, like, share, rate, review, unsubscribe, resubscribe. Do both these times to gain a system. We'll check and learn from the industry over 21 months. We can go to Top Tips Podcasts Worldwide. We all take Top Tips Podcasts for very issue, but you know we should start to be a podcast. Get Top Tips Worldwide. If you do that, we'll give you a high five. James, I'll go to this episode. Anything for you? Bye. Bye.